And welcome to the Out My Way podcast, our first podcast on Out My Way Radio, man. We finally here, long awaited. Um, I'm Juwan, you know, I'm from Chicago. You know, young creative, we know me from the Out My Way clothing brand. Um, And we got my boy Rashad here, y'all know him from the King's Court podcast. My boy over here. Yes, my man keeps shot, and you guys can check that out. New episodes every day, and Juwan is, you know, a special guest on that episode um, where we talk about sports and music. So he helps a great deal with that. And if you guys want to hear more of us, you can always go check that out. So basically, today uh, we come together. We talking about the basics of our of the podcast and the differences between, you know, I guess. Uh, what we'll be discussing on King's Court compared to mm-hmm. what we'll be talking about on the Out My Way Radio. Um, over here, we'll really be discussing uh, a lot of fashion, a lot of stuff happening in the real world, you know, like stuff as far as like romantic relationships, stuff like that, or uh, brand building up and just right. things that come with business. I, I want to kind of focus more on businesses and stuff like that, you know, like whether it's fashion industry. Yeah. Um we talking about just just a lot of things in general. I don't wanna like just fully compress it in the <laughs> Don't don't wanna put it all in one category. I mean we'll be talking about a lot of different topics and everything. Um what kinda made me make my podcast, you know, is being a little co host over on uh King's Court. You know, Rashad kinda inspired me to build my own podcast up. Um, you know, King's Court is doing very well right now. <laughs> you know, we building and growing. Hey. And, you know, we just got to expand, you know what I'm saying? And Out My Way will be uh, one of those expansions on the podcast end. Um, schedule, we'll be doing mm-hmm. dropping things every week. Uh, I don't want to give y'all uh, anything daily yet. Because I don't want to fully just single myself out in the out my way thing, um, but we will be posting a lot of content over mm-hmm. on King's Court as well. So I kind of want to, you know, focus on the quality and bring you all great content every week, and just you know, getting a lot of things mm-hmm. to talk about at once. I want to make sure these episodes are full and that you all are, you know, enjoying every single second of the episode. Um, we will, like I said before, we'll be talking about sports and a lot of other things over on King's Court as far as that way. And over here, we'll really be focusing on a lot of business aspects of everything, you know, and I kind of want to include the community a lot. I want to keep everybody involved and get a lot of suggestions from you all about things you want to hear me talk about and things you want to hear Rashad talk about as well. And I really want to do a lot of interviews with Chicago creatives and just a lot of people who know different things in different categories. I want to save certain like topics and everything for people who specialize in those categories as well, such as I just use Rashad again as an example, since he's my co-host, you know, Rashad knows a lot of things about history and he knows a lot of things about, uh, travel. And we, you know, me and him definitely relate a lot on the travel. So we'll have a lot of those type of things going on over here when we talking about stuff with each other and 
when guests come on, we'll try and focus on that as well. And now we'll be talking about the expansion of Out My Way. <laughs> right, because I can't wait to hear this. I don't even so know. So this about is a, a first I exclusive. Know. I don't really. I feel like this is a great way to podcast is to get my ideas and uh, my plans out because honestly, personally, I don't talk that much period <laughs> about my plans. I kind of like going out and doing it and just performing. That's kind of what I did with the uh, podcast, you know, Facts, me too. So, uh, first I kind of want to say, um, the clothing brand, the clothing side out of my way. <clears throat> yes, we are still a thing. Yes. We're still working. Yes, I'm working every time. I'm trying to get the best things out for y'all. Cause I, I want to just continue to put out quality. Yeah. I want to keep it getting better and better. And also, again, I want to use the community's ideas and aspect as well. Like, I want to have everybody's, you know, ideas kind of help me with everything. So the record label side, uh, I kind of want to talk about. Um, this is kind of a surprise, I feel like, for most. Um, so being in business, I kind of like every end. Like I love every end of business. So from Same just here. being a cashier to being at the top of CEO of your own thing, I love every aspect of building up and just I'm kind of this obsessive type of thing with business. I just love just structure and all type of things in that nature. So I I really want to make sure this record label side is really like completely sound. Um, you know, I have, I already have an artist. I got uh, Don Polo, shout out Don Polo. Um, he'll be dropping the mixtape soon, y'all. Little EP for everybody. Um, the record label side, I'm definitely recruiting. Always recruiting. You got a great business manager here. <laughs> and then, you know, and then. <laughs> that my boy. As far as how did I get into music and everything in general, I just, I know I had a love for music. I always love music. We love talking about music. You can catch us over there on the King's Court podcast talking about music. King's Court <laughs> and we'll be talking about something over here, of course, since I have a record label side too. Um, but music is everything. Right. Even Rashad can say something. You know, music is everything. So just loving music and the art, period all genres that's kind of what got me into music and then also the business side that's what got me into the record label side so i love just helping artists be the best person they are and being the best artist they can be now to get back into the clothing end of it um i am working on a project I'm working on a project i got certain things made i don't want to give everybody an exact date because i always make sure it's quality i've been learning <laughs> Uh, sewing, been trying to learn how to screen print, and I feel like digital print is the easiest thing, so it ain't really much to learn on that. But more recently, I've been trying to get the basics down myself of making clothes because, again, with business, I love every aspect of business, so I kind of want to know how to like manage the business myself. If it came down to that, if it was only me, I would be wanting to, you know be able to do everything myself if I had to. So I want to learn every little aspect of the clothing side as well as I would with the record label side. And 
over the next couple months, you all can expect the drop. I will say that over the next few months, you can accept expect the drop, and that's from everywhere, from podcasts to my record label side and from my clothing side. You'll expect something from that. <laughs> It's just all <laughs> dropping at Look, once. It's all so going to come. Yeah, it's all going to come. And that's really pretty much it for about like the intro portion. I just wanted you all to get to know us, you know, and Rashad can pretty much talk about his motivations and stuff like that as well. And what he got coming up. So I'll give you the floor. All right. Thanks for giving me the floor, Juwan. Um, Yep. So if you guys don't know, I'm Kim Rashad of the King's Court Podcast. I know that was stated several times already. Some of my motivations is that I just love uh, communicating with my homies and I just love communicating with just people in general about um, different topics. Like you want, um, over on the King's Court Podcast, uh, I don't like to put myself in a box and I just like to talk about, you know, things that I love to talk about. And I love to talk about a lot of different things. I love to talk about sports. Um I love to talk about uh, films. I love to talk about um, history. That's that's a big passion for me because I, I feel like understanding, you know, our past, especially as black people, but just the past in general can help you, you know, better, like create a better future, but not only for yourself, but just for, you know, our future generations to come. So I think that's always important. And um, it also helps you understand the things that go on in the world today and why they are the way they are. Um, that's always fascinating me. And um, as far as music, I love talking about music, too. Uh, I have my own um, opinions distinct from other people. Um, I, I, As not a creator of music myself, I come from the aspect of I think it's one of the greatest things that I was able to be born um, in the early 2000s. And I've just watched how music has progressed over time. And then coming from my my past and my family background and like the music they listened to and like what it was back then just just comparing and contrasting like you know that kind of styles and you know me just loving all different kinds of genres and stuff so you know that whole idea and mindset of me just not having one specific thing that I like and I just love so many different things and topics of this world that we live in just inspires me to dabble in pretty much everything and so you know when I had the opportunity to create a platform to, you know, just express myself. I was just like, I don't want to just do this by myself because I know I enjoy it most when I'm talking to, you know, my friends like Juwan, um, shout out yes, to Young with his podcast. Um, and yeah. And then, uh, my homie Ron and then just everybody to, uh, my cousin Kyle to people at my school that I still talk to, to, you know, all my female friends, just everybody. So, I try to include everybody because, you know, I genuinely have love for everyone and um, I feel like our ideas and stuff could help people, you know, when, um, you know, w- one thing that I love about Juwan's thing and I'm so excited for his podcast is that it's, this is going to get the opportunity to help people for you guys that want to get inspired or don't know how to start or just want to know uh, things about, you know, Juwan's up and coming projects, you know, if, if you want to support you know, or just take ideas, you know, for your own stuff. Like, this is the perfect platform to do it. So, that's why we do what we do. Um, that's why I do what I do. Yeah, that's, it's yeah. always about the just community. Like, I've always been, and this, Rashad can agree yeah. as well, like, it's just always about bringing everybody together, especially our friends and the people we know, and even then informing yeah. the people that we don't know. You know, it's just all around just spreading information yeah. that I believe everybody 
should have access to type thing and just bringing certain things to light that aren't in the light. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I always feel like, you know, Chicago, because that's where we live, is a, you know, <laughs> definitely a place. I'll just say that it's definitely a place, but it only gets better. It only gets better if we all, you know, work together and, you know, that's facts. So. so today we don't really have a, a main topic that we're going to be tackling, you know. Um, today was more or less about our introductions and you all getting to know us and what we're about and who we are. Um, so I decided on the Out My Way Company page to allow you all to give me suggestions for me and Rashad to talk about. And one of the first uh, suggested topics was mm-hmm. how is it developing a brand and the struggles and the milestones and also working with other creatives. Uh, Rashad, I'll let you kind of go with that first. How was it developing uh, King's Court? Man, it was a struggle. Um, it was a struggle because I come from the same mindset as Juwan. Like, I don't, even though I, I talk and stuff, I, I do it to people that I know. So, you know, the King's Court was a uh, a big step for me and like, putting myself out there because I, I don't really do that. I'm a very private person. So that was very different for me. And then also, you know, it's also that mindset that you have. And I don't think it's a city thing. Honestly, I just think it's a, you know, who you're around. You know, I know just a lot of people that just don't support. And, you know, you, you got a lot of people that just, you know, they only they only love you for, like, when you up. And they don't love you, like, on the way. So you always have that, like, doubt and fear, like, you know, is damn, is anybody even going to listen? Or is anybody even going to support my, like, business and whatever? But you still just got to do it. Like, you got to realize that nobody is your biggest supporter. Like, you are your biggest supporter, for real. Like, you're your number one fan. And you got to just take that chance and take that risk and and whatever it is. I definitely agree with that. I kind of want to dig a little deeper on that. So now you said that you really have Mm -hmm. to inspire yourself. Honestly, you got to go about everything yourself. And I definitely agree with that. Was that one of your struggles? And if so, like you could dive a little deeper into that or you could just like go and let me know like more of your struggles. Like what was some more struggles other than finding motivation for yourself to push forward the kids? Yeah. So finding motivation was yeah, finding motivation for myself definitely was a struggle. But then it also was a struggle with like how was I gonna do it? Like the King's Court, when I created the idea, it was just that. It was an idea. Like I I got the idea because I listen to podcasts a lot and I just you know, that's one of my main sources of information. And I just love hearing certain people's opinions, takes on like things that, you know, I know and that, you know, I'm already interested in. And then I thought to myself, I was like, man, what if I could do that? And I can. And so I was like, okay, yeah, let me just, you know, let me do it. But, you know, I had to overcome that mindset that I had of one, you know, dang, Rashad, I'm going to actually go out here and talk. And I don't talk. And then also, like, you know, who's going to support it and who's not. But, like, at the end of the day, I realized I was like, you know. Ain't nobody going to do it if you're not. <laughs> if I don't do it, it's not, it's not going to happen. Right. Ain't nobody going to do it. And then also I realized, you know. Luckily for me, even though I was doing, you know, the work myself, I wasn't alone because I could have people like Juwan, people like Young and people like Ron who could just who would all come together and would help me. So I had all my friends who would just who, like I said, all we do is talk about stuff on a daily basis. So now we just have a platform to express that to everyone else in in hopes that it helps people and that our opinions like, you know you know, gain a following and just, you know, resonate with, 
you know, who we decide to share it with. And that's everybody who listens that's to a podcast. And like, what are certain milestones that you've already hit and certain milestones that you can't wait to breach, like that you are close by and can be reached. Right. Well, <laughs> right. that can be touched within the next. So, yeah. So my, yeah. So milestones that I've already reached, it's just been crazy. The Kings Club podcast has literally only been going on for a month. We started like at the end of December to January, pretty much. And we already got like 200 listeners. It's like, it's fucking crazy. Um, Congratulations! It, uh, I we just got uh, another milestone. I just got yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, it's it's all us, bro. Because I mean, hey, you you a huge part of it too, and uh, I couldn't have done it without you. But um, also, we just got our first like sponsor ads. So like now, that's you know that's where money comes in. Then uh, another milestone that I want to reach is I want to get the uh, Instagram up and popping just a little bit more thinking about like making like reels and stuff with clips of the episodes and stuff and like animating them and so you know i gotta you know i've never done that before i've never animated stuff i'm just getting into editing you know editing the podcast episodes like you know you can really see the progression like the first episode which you could listen to which juan was on with uh with the album reviews is way different to what you'll get like now so you know that's always interesting um and that's a big milestone. And then also what I want to reach in the future is I want to take it even bigger audiences. Like right now we're on every um, stream, but like I also want to like expand like um, to more social media, like a, a Twitter for the podcast, uh, probably uh, a YouTube uh, eventually. And also just, um, yeah, just getting it out to as many uh, places. Okay, okay. That's pretty nice. And you know, we're going to definitely get into that. It's definitely a major win when you get, those paid ads start rolling in and you can start making money from literally just yeah. being yourself. It's it's a major W. That's a big milestone right there. Right. <laughs> and um, I'm going to kind of answer these questions as well. There's a lot of different struggles and a lot of different things into developing a brand. Me developing out my way took a while. You know, I don't think I really got started till a few months after my kind of like season zero drop, if you know about that on my website, but designing and as far as the clothing aspect, it's, yeah. it's very hard developing a brand because one, you got to keep that cre- creativity going. You got to get those creativity juices going and you just got to continue to stay motivated through it all. And that'll be another uh, topic is the motivation, but it's a big thing, but you always got to push yourself. Like Rashad said, you got to really like, you got to be your own support. You can't just rely on everybody and just, it, it won't ever work if you rely on everybody else. You always got to do it on your own. And it, that's what it always right. comes down to. And when you recognize that and just continue to do it yourself, that's when you start to see those milestones start showing more than those struggles. But the struggles in the beginning definitely have to deal with motivation and just finding the resources to help you do that. Clothing, man, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, G, the biggest thing with clothing is just really finding that creativity and the perfect way to display it. I, I feel like that's probably been my biggest struggle with um, my clothing brand recently is just finding that deep down creativity for myself. Um, you really got to take your time when you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the biggest struggle is definitely like just 
getting that spark of creativity. Like you can't rush creativity. Like that's yeah. one thing I had to learn, you know, in business. I mean, there's ways that you can go around and uh, make money in different ways, different avenues. But when it comes to clothing and, and just anything fashion related, that's why it's so much of a skill to me. Like, Anybody, especially people like Menace and and Cohen and people like that that I see, they have real talent, and it's not anything that can just be like you can't learn that. <laughs> you can't learn those type of things. That's just got to be born within you too. So, and you can't rush it. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, I was definitely going to yeah, ask you definitely, your biggest I will influence. say my biggest influences are definitely my friends, like the creatives around me. Like I said before, Cohen and uh, Menace and uh, right. even Kai and uh, Polo, like the people who had that creative mind and just like, it's just easy. Like it just comes off as easy. And it may not even be easy for them and how they're creating. They may be going through mm-hmm. the same things that I'm going through, like the struggle to create during certain times because – but it, it makes it seem like it's effortless when it's with them. So it's definitely that. Um, certain right. milestones that I've reached with uh, Out My Way, again, we just expanded to a company instead of mm-hmm. just a clothing brand. That's that's my biggest milestone. Yeah, that's yeah, my that's biggest big, milestone. I love that I'm not – I don't like being in a box. So when I got out of that box and now it's just a company and yep. I can just really do Same. as I please, I can – I can start a record label under out my way. I can start a podcast under out my way. I can right. start a construction company if I want to out, from out my way. It's just a full blown company now, so yep. I really love that. Um, <clears throat> that's probably my biggest milestone. And another big milestone I hit was when I finally had a, a official rollout with my uh, season two, my last season with out my way. I had an official rollout with. A photo shoot, right. uh, mock-ups, everything with my clothing brand. That was a big thing for me. And I finally got like an outline to follow. <clears throat> and also, big shout out to uh, Ja with her uh, business, with her stitch and everything. And how right. She's a social media manager. She's been helping me and stuff with that too on social media. It's just like. Connecting with everybody is the biggest thing to me, and that's yeah. also what we're about to get into. Uh, I wanted to ask you about this first before I got into it. How is it working with other creators? Oh, man. Uh, working with other creators is just like it, it could be a challenge because, you know, certain creators don't um, like motivation. Say this? Different people are different. <laughs> no, no, no. Not even like motivation. People are just different. People are different. Like some people, um, you know, we were just doing this with the last episode with Kaylin and Anaya. Shout out to them. Um, they helped on the King's Court podcast, the most popular episode by far, uh, the relationship episode. They're different from you guys. Like, you guys, like, you know, we put it all out, you know, when we talk about music and opinions and stuff. Like, certain things, you know, I know Kaylin and Anaya that we talk about that I can't address here because, you know, they don't want it to be, you know, known. So it's like, you know, you got to walk a fine line with who you know, and what you can talk about with certain creators, you know, because, you know, certain creators can't let you know, you know, certain things so about, it's kind of like the you, know, you know, in their, you know, opinions. It ain't, it's, and it's, 
Yeah, yeah, and that, and that ha- and that varies from creator to creator. Like you know, uh, certain people like people like Cal might not want to get into all the um. Might not want all the smoke that comes with saying, you know, somebody's favorite uh uh wrestler's bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or like, you know, when we talk about basketball, you know, we not we're not finna like trash on right. somebody's favorite player. You know what I'm saying? Unless we <laughs> feel it absolutely necessary. But you know, it's a thin line you gotta walk. Yeah, with, I say like a I say <laughs> working with creatives. Uh I will say it's more positives than uh negatives, but as far as the negatives Working with creatives, I guess it's like, oh, definitely. one, not everybody, like I had said, uh, has the same motivation as you. Some people just expect it to be handed or everything to be done, kind of like a group project type thing. Like, Oh, yeah. Uh, it can be great if everybody is putting in. Yeah. you And, you, and I definitely agree with that. You can definitely get people like that. But you got to, I, I always stress like the people, like you got to find people who you know, like, are, mm-hmm. are just as dedicated as you. Like, you know, I, I could just say, you know, for Jawan, like, Jawan <laughs> keeps me on my ass with King Square Pocket. I ain't gonna lie. Like, sometimes, I, I ain't gonna lie. I be slacking. He be, hey, when we gonna do this episode? And, like, and that's why I picked him. Because, like, I knew that he would love and support it as much as I did. Or that's why, you know, I get Kaylin in the night. Like, they blow up my phone every day talking about, like, new ideas. Motherfuckers only done did one episode. Like, what the fuck? Like, you just got to surround yourself with people that you know is going to take whatever idea you have as seriously. That's fair. Now, like, what about the positives? Let's talk about the positives. Oh, positives is great. The positives is, you know, I don't have to be... uh, My biggest fear about podcasting, you know, I love the creators that do it, but my biggest thing with podcasting is I I just didn't feel like I wanted to have a podcast where, like, I, Mm -hmm. I sat there and talked to myself. Cause I feel like I could do that, you know, and I, and me personally, like I, I see people that do that and I, and I follow people that do that, but like, I don't find that as interesting as like when someone's actually having a conversation when you can bounce ideas, when you can disagree with somebody in the moment. Cause there'll be people that, you know, when they talk to your, when you talk to yourself, like on a podcast or on a YouTube video or just any form of media, when you talk to yourself and you say your opinion, that's the end of it. Cause I can't on the, like I can't challenge that opinion, you know what I'm saying? But like, if I say something crazy to the Juwan and he doesn't agree with it, he can instantly like be like, oh, "Hold up, wait!" And somebody in the audience might have that same mindset that Juwan Juwan has. Like, "Hold up, wait, Rashad, don't can't say that." Whoa, like that's a little too far, you know. And and I feel like that it, it flows better. And then also, you know, when you work with uh, different creators. You get different perspectives on things. Like your perspective on one thing might be completely different from another creator's. Like once again, going back to Kaylin and I, like they girls, so like they opinions on what they think a man should be or, or should do is completely different from what I, you know, think. Like sometimes we meet in the middle and we the same, but like they just have their own opinions that I don't agree with, and they I could actually challenge them on. Like whereas if they were just, you know, how everybody does nowadays, they just say stuff on the mm-hmm. internet and just leave it at that. I can, you know, challenge them. We can have a discussion and a conversation. So I love working with creators. I think the positives. I think way out working with creators is definitely like one of the best things you can do. Cause one, you get to connect and you get to hear different ideas and you get to take in like so much knowledge from other people. You can soak in so much information from other people. 
rather than just talking to yourself like you had said. Like again, you won't you just speaking what you know when you're just talking to yourself rather than learning as you go while you're speaking with another creator. You know what I'm saying? So you get you bounce so many ideas back and forth and you learn so much about other creators and stuff. It is great one for of course both sides with content and at least on the podcast level uh with content and mm-hmm. also you just build more of a friendship too but working with other creatives is definitely more of a positive than a negative i definitely will be working with a lot of creatives and we will be interviewing a lot of creatives on out my way that would be a big thing for us but i just love connecting with other people and just learning. That's my biggest thing. I love learning about different things. When Rashad talks about history and right. his opinions on music, I love hearing other people's opinions compared to mine. And just like he said, especially with our uh, first episode on King's Court, it was so much knowledge between all us four that we were just learning from each other about certain albums and how people yeah. listen. And yeah. and that's just the music aspect. So just imagine with a broad range of topics and collabing with creatives on that. It's, it's just so much knowledge to be learned, honestly. Now, uh, yeah. I know I said we were talking about this, uh, the motivation and how do you stay motivated? How do you keep yourself motivated? Like, what's your way Ooh. Ooh. That's that's hard. Um but honestly what keeps me motivated is like you guys. Like not only my friends, but like the loyal listeners of the King's Court podcast. Like sometimes I it's crazy, but like like I told like I told Juwan like before we started recording, like I, I never thought like I just I was just doing it because I I felt like I had something to say and that like maybe a few people would want to hear it. But, like, the fact that it's, like, gaining traction and people, like, that I don't even know are, like, listening and just, like, uh, following it on multiple platforms and, like, sending in feedback and stuff, like, actually texting the, the Instagram page and, like, you know, just saying how they feel. It's just, like, it gives me a motivation to, like, dang, you know, somebody's out there listening and, you know, somebody, like, I could possibly be helping somebody with these information who doesn't know about um, some of the things we talk about who want to know that insight like i'm reaching them i'm answering a question that they probably had or i'm just giving somebody something to listen to while they do you know anything like me personally i listen to podcast while i you know i put it on in the background while i'm doing something else or, you know I'm, I'm still listening but you know is there while i'm doing my homework or something so you know i'm just giving somebody you know i'm just giving i'm i'm a purpose now for somebody so it's like yeah it, it's that's my motivation it's just like that people really uh, gravitate towards it, and that they get. Okay, so that's the uh, the business aspect of your motivation. What keeps you motivated to keep going every day? To keep, keep going, going every through. day, um, just in general, creator, what motivates you to keep general. moving every day, and oh, you know, um, just continue to build for yourself overall in general, and keeps you motivated, and you know, getting your degree and. And going to all these different places like yeah, friends all over Europe and traveling. Yeah. You know, so 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what motivates me is like, is honestly my background. Like I come from, uh, my family is full of smart people, but because of they, I hate to say it, but because of their skin color and because of circumstance back in the day, they were just never able to reach their full potential. Um, my mom is, a, I'll just use her as just one of many examples, but my mom is my superhero. She does everything for me. She's my everything. And she's smart as hell. Like every, like the reason why people say I'm so smart and they, you know, love my opinions and stuff, like it mostly comes from my mom. And she just never, when she was my age, she never had the opportunity to uh, you know, our family wasn't fortunate enough to send her to school. You feel me? Or she, um, she had, you know, she got pregnant with like my sister before me. So like she, uh, it just was hard for her. So she just, um, didn't have, you know, that, that chance. And I feel like if she would have had that chance, you know, she could have, you know, not saying her life is bad, but like she could have did more. And I feel like I and a lot of my friends and I keep trying to tell them it's like we just live in a, a age where like yeah it's racism and stuff that still exists and stuff but it's not to the extent like how it was like there's really nothing holding you back anymore like you I see people you know not to hate but you know I see my favorite example is like motherfuckers like King Von like and not to hate but like motherfuckers probably committed murders and this nigga like is able to you know. <laughs> I'm just I'm just being like so honest, bro. Nigga committed murders, but he's still able to like do something productive with his life and help the people around him and his whole neighborhood. Like that's true. Put them I on never the map. Like people, that, like I go I to school in another right, but I go to right for real. Like I go to school in another state, and as soon as I say from I'm from Chicago, somebody asks me, "Oh, you from O Block, or do you know O Block?" Like literally, and it's just crazy to me. Or like. Like Juwan said, I was in France. These motherfuckers singing Chief Keith, bro. Like it's it's like it's that shit just be wild to me. That shit takes me for a trip. Like damn, these niggas who come from the same projects as me is like really global and motherfuckers like over here in another country like know you or just in another state just know you and just know of you and know who you are. You that famous, like so. I just think about that and how like people nowadays, you know, they kind of take it for granted. But you know, you have the opportunity. That like our ancestors or there's people you know what a dream they could have, like it is just so easy, or not not saying it's this completely easy. You still got to put in the work, you still got to put in the effort, but it's just so many avenues you can take to make it. Like you know, uh, Kai Sinet, like you know, motherfuckers, uh, just blew up, yeah, you know? going crazy. You know, I the list. Yeah, the list of people just goes on. Like, you have the ability to change your situation. And so I just, I use that that motivation I have to be like, okay, I have the opportunity that they didn't have. And that's my, you know, that's what keeps me going every day. That's like, man, I'm going to do something that, so we can all make it. So, you know, we ain't got to go on this endless cycle of I could have, should have, would have. You know what I'm saying? My Your success should be your number one goal. And, um, yeah, that's, that's basically all I um, So... <clears throat> On my end, what motivates me, I do like how you did business-wise and just life in general. Business-wise, what motivates me is just like 
man, like I see so many of my friends like doing so good. I see my friends doing good. I just keep that company around me. You know, the company around me kind of motivates me. I'll say that. Like, I got friends in clothing doing good. I got friends in business doing good. I got friends in social media doing good. I got friends in again podcasts like Rashad doing good. Like, it's just so many people. And it's so easy to be motivated when there's so many creative and just so much talent in our city. Like, and that's just looking in our own city. That and people just around the world in general, big people, big names, like seeing Kanye make it out from the same city that I'm from. I'm seeing people create clothing brands just off of their platform and blowing it up from there. And I see friends who didn't have anything and they went and got it for themselves. There's just so many things and so many reasons to be motivated. And when you look at everything in a positive light, I feel like that brings so much motivation to you as well. And that's what I've really been working on. And uh, of course, like when you look at yourself and you got to keep yourself motivated, you just always got to look at everything positively and just every little step, every little step should motivate you more and more. And that's what motivates me with my brand and everything, like all my friends around me and everybody, they can be successful from the ground, from nothing and build up from there. So why could not? So I, I always think about that and that motivates me business wise. And right. uh, what motivates me in life in general is like, man, I've been through so much. It's just like, why wouldn't I be motivated to get past all of that? You know, of course I'm motivated to make it because I mean, growing up, of course you don't, you want everything. (laughs) Growing up, you want all of the fancy shoes. You want all the fancy clothes. You, you want all that stuff. So what keeps me motivated is just thinking of my younger self and all the things that I wanted and just trying to bring that to light and working towards those dreams that I've always had. That's one of the biggest things that keep me motivated in life. And also just, I don't mean to get all religious here, but of course God uh, brings me motivation in my life as well. Without God, there's nothing that's possible. When you do believe in God, everything is possible. So (laughs) that's how I believe that keeps me motivated as well. And Again, the biggest thing really is just the people around me who I keep around me keep me motivated as well. Like Rashad said, like, man, he takes me. Let's do this podcast. We doing it. I'm gonna keep on. I'm gonna keep on. Anytime somebody brings something up, my uh, artist Polo, man, let's let's do a song. Uh, let uh, I want to drop an yeah. EP or mixtape. I bet we gonna work on that. We gonna keep pushing. We gonna get that done. We gonna get. I'm gonna keep you motivated as well, and my friends. I picked the right friends because they keep me motivated in my things as well. And I mean, it's, I just really, in my head is really no option, but to make it. So it's no option to make it. No option. No other option. You, you, bro, you cannot, bro. I just, I always say this, bro. Like you just can't, it's just, you just can't be a bum <laughs> in the 21st century, bro. Like, that's how is that even there's too many opportunities. Just has that part. Like, you have so many avenues you could think. 
too many. So like, that's crazy. Now that we kind of got our little, you know, <clears throat> more thing, I kind of want to talk about like dabbling into the real life things with the suggestions. Mm-hmm. One of them that they chose was uh, double standards. <laughs> so Ooh, double okay. standards, they ain't really deep dive into what about double standards, but I'm guessing like how do you feel about double standards, one, and what do we kind of see it most? <laughs> do we see it more less in double standards than Oh. Well I can answer I can answer the latter question better than the former. Um for where do you see it most? You see double standards and like how people it, it could be a multitude of things. It could be in uh in relation to how um a dude sees a woman or how like a woman sees a man or like how different races see each other. You know what I'm saying? If if race you know, you know, I believe race isn't really even a thing, it's a social construct built. That's but for like, something else, you know, man. That's for something else. It, it just <laughs> Yeah, but but that's just that's just what I believe. But like you know, it's 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 just it's just what people put in place based on experience, and that kind of goes to the former question: Why do I think so? Like they exist, and I think it's because of your experience. I feel like once you experience life and you don't like something, then you know what you want, and you try to find that you know in things or in people. So I think that causes you to like put double standards on where like, you know, you know something or someone is capable of this, but you want this. So you going to like, you know, push them to get to be like what you want it to be. So, yeah. And I think the, uh, I guess, uh, like I, the idea of double standards in relationships, that's kind of where it's most discussed, but. I feel like it goes deeper than that. Um, mm-hmm. I believe there's many double standards in just how we live every day. Um, from parents telling children what to do and uh, even the teachers and students. It's so many double standards. And I guess it really just depends on what it is because I feel like certain double standards are justified. If you get what I mean, like, right, and I and, and that's why I was trying to get at like exactly. they're justified by experience. Like you know, something or someone, depending on what you're giving the double standard to, whether it's a thing or a person, like how you treat it is based like to what that they need. Like you feel what I'm saying? Like a teacher might pick on one kid and not another one because they know exactly. that that kid needs that extra push. Than that other kid does, you know what I'm saying? So it's a double standard. Or like a female might uh, want this out of a man because she knows she could do that, rather than ask him for it because she know like he don't even really care. So it's it's. it's so like, do you think like double standards in general is a good thing or a bad thing? I guess we can kind to do that. It depends on. Okay, so I'm gonna say it's a overall it's a good thing, but it depends on how you use them because sometimes. Sometimes a double standard can be to your detriment. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because you think, let's use a relationship as an example. Just because you think that this dude is, that you're talking to is capable of doing this, or this female is capable of doing this, you might alienate another one 
who like also mm-hmm. has interest in you. You know what I'm saying? And they did and the I same even, thing. <laughs> you know, pay them no mind. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying. Exactly. But that just doesn't make it right. But at the same time, it's like it, it, it might pay off because you see that you see something in that person that might work and they might care enough. But if that person really don't care, then you ain't got real no no uh, real reason to put that double standard on them for real. Because not gonna I think be the same as you. Thing. I think double standards could be a good thing as far as like um, using it as a motivation type of factor. Um, but I won't say that it's fully justified. Because there's so many instances where it isn't, like, even, I'm going to just use a basic right. one, like, uh, black people can say, well, black people can say the N-word, but white people can't. But the reason it's justified, that's a justified double standard, is because it was used to literally degrade us. So... Yeah, we can use it because it was a word created for us, <laughs> but y'all can't use it because it was used to bring us down. So it, it just, and it's the same way with kind of like the Jewish community with their uh, certain words that you can't say and that you can't, they probably say it within themselves, kind of like how black people do, but nobody else can. No, because you know what's real crazy? You know what's, no, you know what's real crazy? So they say, like, they teach us over here in America, like, Cause I know, cause I'm in my class right now, and we're talking about the Holocaust and stuff. But like, you know, they teach us that like you can't say the word gypsy and shit, cause like that's that's like supposed to be bad, right? But in Europe, bro, they just use that shit frequently. Like that's just what they call they they they, they call it to like gypsy and Romani people. Like it's just see, not that's crazy. Cause it's it's differences in cultures yeah, as well, see, though. It's like so. it's crazy. Yeah. But and also, I think it's like a difference in like how we see the like them yeah. as how they see themselves. That's why I'm saying like it just depends because I mean they probably wouldn't let a, a German motherfucker call them that. <laughs> they probably wouldn't let a German. No, that's the they, thing. Do. they do. That's the thing. They do. They do for real. Yes, like in academia, like not even just academia, but just like when you talk about. I swear to I swear to God, in Europe, bro. Yes, you can say gypsy like all the time. Like when they when they talk about their regions and stuff. Like I know Romania, for, like perfect example. When they break like their categories in, of their population, like who they literally have a thing in there that's called like gypsies. And then the so is it kind of like ain't got no problem with it. Bla- I don't want to dive too deep in this because I don't know, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's it's like the origin of the word wasn't a a, a slur. It's like that's something okay. that they made a slur for real. Like you know how the word like nigger was like a slur at the onset. Like it wasn't just what you just called somebody. But like you know now we it, it's not associated with that. But like the word gypsy was just a word that was used to describe people like Jew or something, and then they just made it like bad because you know they were evil. Okay, and then. The last topic for today. Last topic is uh, recommended by one of our friends. Uh, the school to prison pipeline. So what do, what do you think about that? Like the correlation between those? This is one of the conspiracies they want us to talk about. Oh, the system set up for that. I don't even, I don't think that's, I don't even think that's a conspiracy. I think that's a fact. The system is literally set up for that. It'll be 
and this is just my opinion from going to like two different high schools for real. But from the like from what I've learned, the the system is like it's like it's not. It's not I don't go as far as say like the system is set up for you to fail. Even though I kind of believe that, but I do think there's a part of it that doesn't want you to fail. But I think the system is like they have this, like this, not, I don't, it's not the word bias, but it's this prejudice that no matter what we do, you're just going to like not like take advantage of the situation, which is true. Some, most people don't, but it's just like in like freshman year, bro, high school, our school made us like do these like, AIDS tests and shit. Not because someone had that shit. They just do that shit every year for like once you get to upperclassmen and shit. So it's just like, so you're already expecting that I'm just fucking at this age. Like that's, I think that's just kind of crazy. And like you're already telling us about like what you should do if you're pregnant. Like telling the girls like, hey, um, you might get pregnant. This is what you should do if it happens type shit. Like it's just like real discouraging stuff. So it correlates to prison because it's like it's showing you, okay, so now going to like the dude's perspective, it's showing you like, oh, we had classes like what what happens when you get pulled over by an officer or some shit? Like how should you react? And then shit like that. Like why is this even like a, a subject, bro? Like you, you're just assuming that I'm going like straight to prison, like that someone's going to pull me over and somebody's going to do something Like it's just like you're you're preparing me to like not – like try to avoid it, but you're saying it's inevitable. I think like uh, the school to prison pipeline thing. I kind of feel like is more or less like the uh, the format of school. Like you're constantly doing the same thing every day. You're going to certain classes every day. You are assigned mm-hmm. uh, a free time when you're younger which is kind of like their one hour outside or their rec time in jail. Yeah, you're I mean, reset. shoot, it's prison food what we eating up in that lunchroom, for real, for real. <laughs> but, yeah, for real. I ain't gonna lie. But, and then okay. fighting and all that doing. stuff and just like kind of forcing personalities together because that's what's needed. And that's kind of what they do for prison too. And Prison well, is supposed to reform but here's you. a but here's the difference. You, right, but prison doesn't do that. But we can talk about that in a minute. But what I think, I see what you're going at, like the correlation. But I don't think personally it's 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 set up for like it's that tightly correlated. Like they're preparing you for prison because the difference between school and prison is like in 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 prison you're stuck. School, you're not. Like, yeah, you got your assigned classes and shit, but if you want to, you can choose to not go to them bitches. There's nothing stopping you from getting up and walking out of class. Like, you can leave it, and a teacher won't even fucking stop you. Why? Because it's education. If you want it or not, that's on you. Like, in prison, you can't leave. You can't You can't do nothing. You can choose not to go to school. That's true, too, but it's kind of like, conditioning. That's a choice, and then also... That's why I think about it. Like, it is conditioning for that type of thing. Hmm. Like when you go to prison, I mean, you, you can see it as that. I feel like if you went to prison, you would feel like it's kind of the sort, sort of the same setup as like preschool type thing. You assigned the time to sleep, right. 
you would time to time, you would sign the time to mm-hmm. go outside and have fun, whatever. And then you would sign a time where you inside and you just you learning. Like that's the the prison portion, I guess. Like where you're inside and you are you have to learn. You don't have a choice. You have to go to school for 16 years. You got well, you got to go to school up until you're 16 years old. You're legally obligated. And mm-hmm. I can see kind of where it is. Now, me, as far as like believing it, I'm a little iffy on it. I don't think if I, I don't think I believe it like 100%. But I do believe that it mm-hmm. kind of does prepare you a little bit for that prison type of feel. I do believe that. Yeah. But I feel like it prepares you, but not, 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 not fully because in prison, that's really like, it's, it's a different game in prison. That's like, (laughs) I mean, not only it's a different game, but it's just a different mindset. Like you surrounded when you in school, when you're in school, yes, everybody has different mindsets, but y'all basically coming from the same area and the same mindset of, Man, I don't like this shit, but guess what? I can't wait till it's like three o'clock and we get the fuck out. In prison, it rotates. You you'll bump into some motherfucker that's serving life. They ain't never getting out that motherfucker. So he really just don't yeah, care. That's true as well. Well yeah, like you just you know, you surrounded by people that just, you know, ain't got no hope for the thing. Or like, you know, in school you run across people like you and me who like, you know. Two cool niggas. Like, we got future. Like, you know, we gonna get out of here. You know, or we using this to, you know, better our lives in prison. Like, like you just hinted at, it don't, it's, sometimes it don't reform you. Like, you just in there. Yeah. Just wasting away. So it's like, I feel like it's it's really no real condition for prison, but I, I definitely see what you're talking about. Yeah. It's a little correlation. Yeah, it's a slight correlation, man. I we could go on forever about the school to prison pipeline, honestly, and just different theories, stuff like that. And, you know, that's what the uh, Out My Way podcast is kind of for. You know, we talk about topics that you all want to hear. And also update you on, you know, business plans and rollouts and everything, like I said in the beginning. And, you know, we just coming together and bringing the community together and giving you all what you want to hear. Honestly. So, you know, that's all from me and Rashad today. I appreciate you all tuning in. And we'll be back with another episode next week. We'll be here.